0: Once again, uh, like I said, we're starting before our normal start of June 8th. We've got a lot of stuff going on around the country and a lot of people who have a lot of opinions about those things that are going on. So we thought we'd let them have a chance to voice those opinions. Today on the air and on by phone, because we're still doing the social distancing, I've got an old friend of mine, Mackenzie DePremio. She contacted me. I contacted her. We laughed on the phone and yucked it up. Hey, uh, Mackenzie, you can say hey to the listeners out there.
1: Hey, hello everybody. Thanks Our, for having me on, Coach In. Hey,
0: no problem. No problem at all. I'm glad that you... Uh, wanted to do this, and I'm glad you said yes. Well, Mackenzie's <laughs> going to talk a little bit about her feelings, what she's seen. Uh, what bugs her uh, and all that good stuff. But we're going to get a little bit of a rundown on who she is. Mackenzie, uh, tell us, you you were born and raised here in Fort Wayne and uh, you're working in Fort Wayne. But give Mm -hmm. us a little bit of what what school you went to, what job you work in. Talk about your family a little bit so we know that you're real.
1: So um, like you said, I grew up in Fort Wayne, been here my whole life. Um, I went to Carroll High School. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: I enjoyed my entire experience there really good. Um, I now work at Ortho Northeast. I'm an x-ray tech over there. I've been there for about three years now. There you go. Um, I love working there. I love everybody who I work with. have a great manager. Um, but just everything that's kind of been going on right now in today's world has just been really, it's been really infuriating. Um, I've been extremely upset and heartbroken. I'm disgusted by everything going on in this world today. And it's it's just very upsetting right now.
0: Okay, so let's let's narrow this down just a little bit. You said it's been really, really, really disgusting. Really. So, give me what's bugging you. What have is? Where did it start? What day did you see something on the news, or what happened at work? You get somebody step on your foot and didn't apologize. What happened? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you know, it's kind of it's just been adding up. To it started really with Ahmaud Aubrey. Okay. Um, now with George Floyd. And it's just so sad to keep seeing the injustice and the inequality going on in this world. And it's not just what's happened in the past week or the past month. This has been going on for many, many years. And Mm -hmm. like every single time a black man or a black woman gets shot or is murdered or is incarcerated. um, It's just very upsetting. And um, I know for me, Uh, I went to Carroll. I'm in an area where it's predominantly white. Mm -hmm. I can say that I was one of few people of color who, in my graduating class, and not that there's been um, direct racism specifically towards me, but I've definitely experienced implicit racism over the years. And, I mean, every day somebody will either say, you know, you don't sound black. Or they'll say, your hair isn't as coarse as I thought it would be as they then proceed to touch my hair and say it's not a weave. You know, growing up, there would be people who would say, uh, you know, they would say the name of like the one specific uh, black kid who would go to school or, you know, just of other black people who I know from other schools. And they say, you should date that person. You would look good with that person. And it's just, I mean, even last summer, we as a family had an experience where Nico, my younger brother, um, he actually currently lives in New York. He went to musical theater. Um, He does a lot of national tours around the country. Mm -hmm. And um, he was in town with some friends, went to a restaurant downtown, outdoor restaurant, and he was waiting in line to get a drink, wasn't talking to anybody, wasn't bugging anybody. And he saw a white man bring the police officer there over to him and point at him. And the next thing he knew, he was, uh, taken out to the police officers, uh, their squad car.
0: Right.
1: He was there for over a half an hour being, uh, grilled with questions about why his license says he's from New York or, I mean, it was just, he was never told why he was brought being brought over there. And I mean, it just really stuck with us. And, I feel like a lot of times people in this area, they don't really think that racism is still alive, mm-hmm. you know, Right. Um, but it's definitely, it's, it's prevalent, and it's there, and it's the small little comments that over time, they eat at you.
0: Right, well, let me let me back up just a little bit here. When you say that uh, people say you don't talk like you're black. Are, are, are tell me, what is your nationality? Where do you guys come from?
1: Um, so my dad is Italian.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Both of his parents' parents came from Italy. And then my mom is mixed. She's half white, half black.
0: Okay. So when they look at you, do they think you're black or do they think you're mixed with something?
1: Um. Usually, right off the bat, they think that I'm just black. I have gotten over the years, everybody, they want to know, what are you? <laughs> they'll, mm-hmm. they'll throw out different um, ethnicities and races that they think that I am. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to, oh, well, you're black, okay. even though I'm a lot of different things
0: Right, right. Um,
1: that I'm very proud of. And mm-hmm. um, I love who my parents are and I love how they've brought us up to be. Um, but I mean, we get this all the time as a family.
0: So when you see things like this on the news, when you hear about things, uh, some injustice being done, that that digs deep into you then, right?
1: Yes, yes, it definitely, I mean, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart.
0: What discussions do you guys have at the supper table about this? What is mom and dad saying?
1: I mean, over the years, they've always, you know, taught us to, support the underdog and they've always um, wanted us to stand up for those who who are looked down upon and they've always taught us to treat others with kindness and respect mm-hmm. and um, I live my everyday by doing that and it hurts my heart when people aren't being kind to one another and it can be about many different things I always just try to stand for what is right mm-hmm. uh, but honestly not until you know more recently that I've never had to truly fight for injustices of this level going on. And I just want to do what I can to unite more people, white and black.
0: So do you, you went to Carroll High School. I'm assuming you mm-hmm. have white friends that were at Carroll, right?
1: Yes. Have yes. you
0: ever expressed to them the things that are being said to you and how hurtful they are?
1: I've expressed to a few close friends who you know, they, they get, they can try to understand where I'm coming from, right? but I mean, it's just, it's just hard to truly like let them know what goes on in my head and like how I truly feel when certain instances, um, happen and occur. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, I know a lot of the time, uh, what people have said to me, they aren't trying to be mean. They aren't trying to sound racist Mm -hmm. but then again that's the problem i want them to realize how this is coming off and how it, it, it can be hurtful
0: now has any of your white friends ever been with you and overheard someone saying something that was hurtful or what you believe to be in a racist way
1: uh yes
0: and did they understand it or did they acknowledge it or what happened
1: I think they acknowledged it, but again, it's a very, it's a short conversation. It's not, it doesn't um, go, it doesn't dig deep enough into the matter at hand. Mm -hmm. And I know like when Nico experienced his interaction last summer, he was with a group of his white friends. And again, they're all over 21. They all are, you know, just minding their own business. But I don't know if they truly understood the issue and the trauma that it, then it caused him
0: right right now with all of this being said and you're watching the news and you're seeing mm-hmm. this this aubrey you're seeing mm-hmm. uh, this this gentleman in, in uh, minneapolis mm-hmm. what did, what do you feel give me give me what's going on
1: <sighs> it's heartbreaking because if there weren't if Either one of these cases were not um, recorded mm-hmm. by others. Who knows if this would have come to light? And a lot of times, it hasn't. We haven't seen a whole lot of videos where these situations and these interactions are really happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go on on an every, everyday basis. And I it breaks my heart to see now that um, all of the rioting and the looting, it's mm-hmm. now turning into that and the media covering that because this all started very peaceful it started very peaceful and it there's just so many different pieces to what's going on right now that have escalated this weekend that it it just breaks my heart
0: now when you say the protests all started peaceful what do you think caused it to get out of hand is is what they're claiming is got out of hand Mm -hmm. what do you think happened
1: i think the biggest thing Mm -hmm. is that the outrage has been there for so long and there we have wanted so much um recognition for this cause black lives matter Mm -hmm. that i just think that the black community doesn't feel heard i look at colin kaepernick and how he started protesting Mm -hmm. by taking a knee Right. A few years back. Mm -hmm. And I know he had spoken to a military veteran and he said, you know, take I want you to take take a knee. Um, That would be something good. But when he did that, it was unpatriotic. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's been so much. I mean, what can we do? How can we protest Mm -hmm. if no matter what the black community does, it's looked down upon in a way? And I'm not saying I'm not condoning the looting. I'm not condoning the rioting. It hurts my heart that businesses are being destroyed and that people are getting hurt. But, and it's not all the protesters who are doing that at the same time. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of, I've been hearing a lot of people who want this, the violence who are coming in from, you know, out of states Mm -hmm. and whatnot. I mean, I I don't know all the numbers correctly and everything, Mm -hmm. but it's not just the protesters who are doing these acts.
0: Right, right. So you did not participate in any of the uh, protests downtown in Fort Wayne? I did not. Okay. Did you, any of your friends or people you know?
1: No. We had talked about it, and we wanted to as a family. But by the time that we were thinking about going down, it was getting late, and it was around the time where you started hearing that Things were going downhill. And so, like, we wanted to protect us in um, one another, even though we wanted to be down there protesting.
0: Okay. So, you didn't have a fear about going down to protest? No. Okay. So, if you would have gotten down there in time, your family would have stood there, mingled, and listened to whatever speech, right? Yes. Okay. Did you have a fear at all of the police? No. Okay. <laughs> it's. Okay, I think I may have asked that in a way that kind of threw you. Do you have, let me me back up, do you have being who you are and the things that you've seen, do you have a fear of the police at all?
1: I will not lie when I think that a police officer is pulling me over, you know, you see the lights going, I I get scared. I do get very nervous, um, and I get then nervous for my brothers who, you know, are just going to restaurants, And who knows what can happen down there? Who knows if they do have an interaction, if they say the wrong thing or act the wrong way, that something could potentially happen to them. I do have faith that there are many, many good cops out there. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that they want to help protect everyone, but... The underlying fact is that the ones that aren't out there, they do scare me. Right.
0: Okay. So do your parents ever have a conversation with you and your brothers on what to do if you're pulled over by the police?
1: Um, Yes, we have. Um, I mean, keeping our hands on the wheel, you know, not raising our voices, letting Mm -hmm. them know when, you know, we want to reach to get um, our license and registration, Mm -hmm. Um, things along those lines that that we have had to have the discussion and it's 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 upsetting it really is because it comes down to the point where you you have to then regroup and we we discuss about how we behave that has to be different and way more respectful than you know not saying that we're not respectful right um on an everyday basis but it's definitely we've had those conversations and we've had to come to the realization of what we have to do.
0: So you feel that a conversation that you have at your table amongst your family on how mm-hmm. to act as a, being put over by a police is different than a white family's conversation? Yes. Okay. But you show respect to anybody anyway, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right? So yes. But now you're feeling that you've got to show even more <laughs> <to> respect. <laughs> hmm Okay but uh, yeah I got you I just want to make sure I understood that so yeah. the things that you're seeing are upsetting the things that you're seeing have bother you now let me ask you this have any of your friends ever said this to you when you bring some of this up have has anyone ever said well it doesn't really concern me because that's only happening in that area or are amongst those people
1: I I have heard that yes <laughs> and it upsets me yeah. <laughs> it it's, I mean, it's right here. I mean, by, by you saying that, that, it, that defeats the purpose, that defeats the point. You know, a lot of people right now are taking to social media mm-hmm. and they are saying all lives matter. And by saying black lives matter, it's, it's not black lives matter, period. When you say all lives matter, it misses the point. Mm -hmm. because I just feel like the tension amongst black people has gone on for so long and decades that people of color, they don't have the privilege of being presumed innocent right on the spot like white people do. And um, I heard a really good analogy recently that um, oh, it was, if a house is on fire, the fire department isn't going to Hose down the entire neighborhood they need to go to the house that's on fire because that's the one that needs the attention
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that really stuck with me because that's that's the point of black lives matter period
0: i got you <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh... and i'm not trying to like create problems or anything oh. when i when i ask you these things have you ever discussed this with your co-workers
1: I've not discussed it with my coworkers Mm -hmm. Um, recently because I have been trying to post good videos and good Mm -hmm. things online right now just to get people thinking about their privilege and what's going on in the world. And I have had a few friends reach out to me and say, thank you for posting that. You know, I am trying to do the best that I can to raise my kids just them opening their eyes up to what's going on in the black community Mm -hmm. but it never it never um a lot of times it doesn't go deep enough into the conversation
0: right right so you got to almost pick and choose when you really want to bring this up Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay no problem at all with that but amongst your family you do talk
1: Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. We've had a lot of a lot of conversations
0: mm-hmm.
1: recently and over the past years.
0: Yeah. It, well, it, here's a good part about it, and, and you can say this too. It does mm-hmm. allow people the chance to talk, to bring it up mm-hmm. again. But mm-hmm. to me, it seems like we keep bringing it up.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And it's like, wait a minute. What do you think? Give me, give me what you think we need to do as a community, starting first in Fort Wayne, As a community, what do we need to do that would help this?
1: I just think we need more white people to speak up. We can't have them stay silent anymore. They need to be willing to address the injustices going on right then and there when they see situations or, you know, if they're around somebody who does say something racist or something that could be offensive to somebody of color hey no like let's change that let's change that narrative and you know maybe just look at the situations that are going on with black lives and black men that are being killed and put themselves in the position where they could see that person being their brother their father their uncle i mean etc and just start this line of an open conversation mm-hmm. um, and just being more aware of what is happening mm-hmm. and look to different groups that you can donate money to or you can go and listen to the perspective of a, a black person, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Right. I, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. Do you feel the majority of—I think you may have said this, and I didn't write it down— Do you feel the majority of police officers do a good job? I do. Okay. And they're there for the good of the people? Yes. Okay. And do you feel, after seeing and watching the events unfold at the protest, what is your take on the police now?
1: (sighs) (laughs) It's, it's, It's a hard question because I know that... A lot of them they mean well and I don't want I'm not saying that I want um you know items to be thrown at police officers or um, you know the police officers lives to be endangered either but um, at the same time you know I just saw a video of a sheriff from Flint Michigan and he And other police officers went down to the protests and they joined them. And he said, uh, you know, we're walking with you. Let's not make this a protest. Let's make it a parade and let's walk together. And there was black people giving him handshakes and, you know, putting their arms around him. And I just I feel like that's what we need to see more of Mm -hmm. um, of the police force coming out and, you know, rallying with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know right now there's there's a lot of outrage and there's a lot of just emotion right. behind everything going on. So it, it's just, it's a mm-hmm. difficult, how do you really, you know, how do we figure this out?
0: Right. Now, what do you think that the protesters need to do better?
1: I think the protesters, you know, I'm all for peace. I, I don't want, I never want to promote any violence. I'm not, I'm not that kind of a person. And I feel like if we can just, you know, peacefully go about speaking our truth mm-hmm. and trying to unite everyone as a community, I feel like that would, that would go far.
0: What else is on your mind that's bugging you? Um, <laughs> or do you feel you got a lot off your chest right now?
1: Um, you know, there's just I just I just want people to really take a step back and acknowledge the injustices and the inequality going on, mm-hmm. and just realize that we gotta we gotta do a better job. We can't just be fine with where we are at right now because it's not okay. I we we need to be accepting of everyone's story. We need to be respectful of everyone's lives i always i mean try and be kind to one another be compassionate be an outspoken ally mm-hmm. um, I, we need to be the change that we want to see there you and go. we need to open up our hearts to others and and spread love right now
0: there you go <laughs> that was well said <laughs> now i'm asking you do you vote you don't. I do. to, you don't have to tell me who you vote for, but I mean, you do. You're registered yep. to vote. Yep. Okay. So yes, I am. And do you encourage your friends to vote if they're not happy with the way things are going? Yes, I am. I do. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I just want to make sure. <clears throat> and uh, hey, did you ever thought about being a police officer?
1: You know what? That it that has never really crossed my mind. I'll be honest. Never. Okay. I I interned with one of our doctors, and I I found out x-ray and that's kind of just i've stayed in that
0: lane <laughs> <laughs> coaches i got you <laughs> i hear you there's nothing wrong with that at all <laughs> that's quite all right well here's the thing i'm so glad that when i reached out to you you were willing to talk and you had some things you wanted to talk about and get off your chest and like i said you've been watching this whole thing unfold and it hasn't just unfolded here like you said in the last week this has been happening for some time mm-hmm. this has been yes. building to happen sometime and yes. hopefully when this is all said and done that people look at themselves and hey go on vote if you if you're if you want to mm-hmm. see a change go vote for crying out loud don't mm-hmm. just stand there yelling and screaming and carrying on go do something good lines. that's what we're looking for and uh, hopefully uh, i've got other people that are going to call in they want to be heard, so we have started our podcast early to get the word out, hey, you know, we're just listening to the people is all we're doing right mm-hmm. now. Hey, yes. uh, rumor has it, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, rumor has it you do a lot of TikTok videos, dance videos, <laughs> is that right? <laughs>
1: i i try to my family and i have done a few <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we, we've been hearing about those and they've been popping up on uh, facebook and and uh, they're pretty well choreographed is it because of the the uh your brother and his new york talent or where's this all coming from
1: i would say so you know i'm gonna give him most of the props mm-hmm.
0: um
1: you know my mom would probably say it comes from her. Oh, for now my dad out. listening to it, well he's going to be a little upset with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cuz your dad, but, your dad believes he has the moves, doesn't he?
1: Oh yes. Oh yes.
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, we've seen but, a lot of them TikTok videos going around there. Those are pretty good. <laughs> I mean, do Thank you, you do you guys have like a website or something or you just pop these out every once in a while?
1: We just typically make them every once in a while okay. <laughs> and try to bring a little light into other people's lives oh. and try and make them laugh or make them smile oh it, it, it
0: does that make sure you let your family know it does that I mean we have a great I will. time I would have a great time sharing those those are so good and and I'm telling you, <laughs> you. they're on beat every time and everybody's well, smiling you. everybody's smiling having a good time like <laughs> and then I'll be thinking to myself man I wish I could do that <laughs> But those are good. Well, McKin- McKenzie, we, it's always neat talking to you. And uh, one day we're yes. going to sit down and have lunch and get caught yes, up when, when all this virus stuff goes away or whatever. But uh, yes. thanks for sharing with us, getting some things off your chest. And, and getting it from your perspective is really a neat thing to hear. Uh, I mm-hmm. like hearing that. I didn't know that much about your family until uh, the few things you told me here now. Uh, but mm-hmm. I've known your family, and they've always been good people. Uh, make Thank sure you, you say hey to them. And uh, I will. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this. Uh, Well,
1: thank you for having me on. I I greatly appreciate
0: that. Hey, no problem. (laughs) Uh, Folks, thanks for listening in to Police Pod Talk and we will catch you again next week. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Remember, you can always go to policepodtalk at gmail.com. Or check us out on Facebook at Cleveland Jr. or Police Pod Talk. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.